1: Length reporting for investors who want the whole story. This is the Corlin Economics Report.
2: Welcome back. Second hour of the weekend edition of the KE Report. I'm replaying four company updates for you all from this week, starting off with Midnight Sun Mining. An interesting deal that this company generated with Cobold Metals, a private company backed by some of the largest tech investors in the world. This full interview posted on Monday, a couple of the other interviews coming at you are a gold company, a copper company, and a lithium company, all of those will be replayed throughout this first hour. All of those will be replayed within the second hour. I hope you all enjoy these interviews, and you can always listen to the full interviews on our website and podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report, getting an update from Midnight Sun Mining. This is a company that I introduced back in August of last year. The company is traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol MMA and on the OTC markets under the symbol MDNGF. Midnight Sun Mining is focused in Zambia on copper and cobalt exploration. company holds the Slowese licenses. Within there, there are a number of different targets and areas. We are chatting with Adrian O'Brien, Director of Marketing and Communication. Now, Adrian, there, there's been a big development that has come into the company just back on February 20th. You announced that Kobold Metals, now this is a privately held company, is joining forces on the Dumwa target within the Slowazy licenses. Kobold Metals is where I want to start here because this is a company that, if anyone's seen the news releases out private company that is backed by some of the largest investors you can have in the tech space too. We have Bezos as a investor. Bill Gates is also an investor, among some other well-known tech names. Let's talk about Kobold. What brought this company into the mix for this dumbois target, please?
3: You know, Kobold is is I mean, I think they're super interesting. I love what they're doing and, and it's an exciting story just to see both a company taking such a technologically advanced approach to mining and also pulling in, as you mentioned, like all these big investors from the tech sector that I don't think a lot of people ever thought we were going to see the day that you saw something attached to Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or any of these guys in the mining space or the exploration space, and yet here we are. So that certainly speaks volumes about the need for critical metals and where people want to be. But when you look at what Cobalt is doing, You know, they're taking a very aggressive approach. They have a a totally different approach to to exploration in general. It's technologically advanced, and they're utilizing basically artificial intelligence and different kinds of data um, and different kinds of data analysis with their own proprietary technology to fast track development of projects to get us to the point where we can get those critical metal projects to the market and supplying the shortfalls that are coming our way. And so they've gone out and, and lined up a handful of a project. I shouldn't say handful. It's actually quite a few. Um, they're on four continents now, and I think they've got 50 or 60 active, active projects. But this is kind of the key project in Zambia and the only one in the, in the domes region, which is kind of the area that hosts these billion-ton copper deposits. You know, we had interest from a lot of companies over the last 12 months to get involved, different strategics. All of them had a different approach deal proposals and ideas that were kicked around were all a little bit different, but we really like Kobold, we love the team, they're straight shooters, and they have this great list of investors, this great, you know, approach to mining and exploration, and they were the right guys for the job from our standpoint. What brought them to the table was, I think, a combination of looking at Zambia and looking for the most prospective jurisdictions, and I think really the same reasons that we love this project. It's a project that exists in an area where, if you find a copper deposit, they are generally going to be a billion tons. There's not a lot of smaller copper deposits in in the Domes region of Zambia. We're surrounded by five of the biggest operating mines in in Africa uh, for copper mines, um, and the biggest, which is Kansanshi, owned by First Quantum. So you have an area where it's you're you're searching for massive, massive discoveries, massive targets. You're also looking at near-term infrastructure. Cobalt is not a company that wants to be an active mining company. They're a passive mining company, meaning they utilize and leverage their own technology to help you fast track development of a project. They end up with a significant interest in your project and eventually they move a part, a portion of that interest off to a, an operator that can run the mine, operate the mine, and they maintain a, a minority interest in the entire thing. And so, all of that fit with our own approach. Uh, and I think that a combination of what we had as far as what we had seen prior um, discoveries in the area and and all combined with a discovery that was made on the property boundary, uh, southern boundary of our Dumbwa property by another major a couple of summers ago. Um, they made a discovery there and, and that links to this 20 kilometer long soil anomaly that we have. And I think everybody Everybody heard about that quickly and word spread, and we had a lot of interest. So it was, it was super exciting, and it generated a a deal now that our shareholders are going to get to reap the benefit of.
2: Let's talk deal terms. The company, BoBold, that being, can spend U.S. $15 million in exploration and make cash payments totaling 500000 U.S. over a four-and-a-half-year period to earn a 75% interest in this Dumois area. Last time we chatted, we talked about this Dumois area and just how much work needed to be done there. You'd outlined thirty to 50,000 meters of drilling. Now that you have a budget, the Kobold will fund here. When do you think drills will start turning? How aggressively are they going to start turning early on?
3: They're They're going to be really aggressive. So part of the deal comes with a minimum of 2,000 meters of drilling in 2024. That is not to say that's all the drilling that they're going to do in 2024, but they're going to do that right away. And so we're currently in the rainy season. It is tough to work in Zambia in the rainy season, not because of the amount of rain. It's actually only probably a couple of hours a day. But the ground turns into a, a really soupy mess. Um it's sticky and difficult to work, and moving drill rigs around isn't is an, is an underpain. So we're waiting till the end of the rainy season. That's probably gonna to come to a close here in the next four to six weeks. And then Cobalt will mobilize their drill rigs and get out there and start drilling at, at Dumbois. So, you know, all the, all the preliminary work is done. They're ready to drill and they're ready to get started. I think when you look at their geological team, uh, you get a really good sense of of why they're being so aggressive and, and got the right people leading the way.
2: Let's talk about those people then, because, look, Cobalt, it's in the news because it's AI-driven battery metals exploration, but they've amassed a large team of geologists as well. Clearly, they were in your data room running through the data, probably running it through their AI systems before they signed this deal. Give us a background on some of their their team, their geologists that they use.
3: Yeah, for sure. You need to talk about David Broughton. Um, David Broughton, and we, we've known David for years. Um, David was one of the first people that told us how important this property really was. Um, you know, he shared with us his own views to how important this project was and, and the potential that, that lays in our Soul Lazy project. But, you know, David is arguably the top Sedex copper guy in the world. Um, he's a phenomenal geologist and he's credited with the discovery of Consanchi. He's gr- led the development team at Consanchi regardless, and he's credited with the discovery of Kamoa Kakula, which is, uh, of course, Ivanhoe's deposit, sits just north of us. Um, that's Today, that's around 600 million tons at 3% copper. Incredible, incredible uh, discovery and, and asset that they have. But David, uh, David was hired by Kobold to be their chief geologist on copper projects. And David will be running the program at Dumbwa. And so not only do they have David, they've uh, brought Murray Hitzman on. As far as I know, they have Murray. Murray was the head of the U.S. Geological Survey. They've brought on pretty much every regional expert in Sedex copper deposits and amassed the ultimate team to do this. And so that was one of the most appealing things to us as far as doing the old kobold is that we inherit the team we've always dreamt of having. You know, we've always wanted David to come and run our projects and to be involved, but, you know, we weren't in a position to do that, and all of a sudden, now we have the top guy in the world who has built his own team that is, you know, the top team for for going after these projects, and they're going to be developing Dumbwell, which is absolutely incredible from our standpoint.
2: listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
4: You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals, Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203.
5: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend
6: your life with ExtendoVite.
5: Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523.
7: Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Tahibo
5: Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTee.com.
1: Your weekly fix on finance and investing. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All
2: right, welcome back. Another company update from Monday. Headwater Gold talking mostly about the company's joint venture with newmont mining i hope you all enjoy Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. Getting an update from Headwater Gold, traded on the CSE under the symbol HWG, and on the OTCQB under the symbol HWAUF. I am chatting with Caleb Stroop, President and CEO of Headwater Gold. We're going to start off by focusing on some of the recent drill results from projects that are within this earning with Newmont. Newmont is earning into four different projects. We have drill results from a couple of the projects just over the last couple weeks. And I do also want to follow up with some big picture questions here for Caleb in terms of what we might see this year for drill programs on these Newmont earn-in projects, as well as any work going on on the 100% owned projects. So, Caleb, first and foremost, let's start off with the Spring Peak project in Nevada We had the final drill results released February 13th. Really seems like this Disco Zone is the main focus. It's been generating some of the best results. Recap, please, the drill program from last year at Spring Peak and what you found at the Disco Zone.
8: Yeah, so Spring Peak is, you know, one of our leading projects in the portfolio. We had, you know, over half of our drilling that we did this year was directed at Spring Peak. We drilled across the portfolio about 17,000 meters and about half of that was in Spring Peak, and most of the Spring Peak drilling was focused on this disco zone that you mentioned, uh, which was a new discovery that we made last year, but we only had four holes in it at the end of last year. So the big-picture goal of this drilling program, which wrapped up in about December, and we just got the final results for uh last week, was main goals of this whole program were to focus on the disco, begin defining this thing in the immediate strike area. We only had one section of drilling previously, so now we've stepped out along about a 400-meter strike extent and down to about 350 meters uh, of dip extent, and have hit the mineralized structure basically in every hole. And there's several zones within there that are showing us, you know, the high-grade banded epithermal veins that we're, we're targeting, and we're beginning to build this thing off uh, really in all directions. It continues to be open pretty much in all directions as well. Uh, and some of the drill results from this latest news release kind of highlight that where a couple of the shallower holes that we've drilled to date in the zone are some of the better holes. You know, we're seeing broader intervals of uh, about 40 meters of between a gram and a half and two grams, but uh notably they contain higher grade cores in them you know, somewhere between 5 and 10 grams over some substantial thicknesses within that zone. So those are basically at the top of the drill pattern and open up dip. Uh, we've got, you know, 10 gram plus intercepts uh, on both sides to the northeast and southwest uh, of, of our, you know, current drilling extent. So it's still open in those directions and down dip as well. So uh, we've accomplished exactly what we were trying to do with the disco zone here and show that we... Well, first and foremost, that we understand the geometry and can reproducibly hit it, but then also begin to show that, you know, it, it's open in all directions, has some, you know, large-scale potential. We haven't really started stepping out in any real big way uh, along strike, with the exception of one hole that we drilled towards the end of this program, which was a big step out, about a 400-meter step out in the same structure, uh, into a target that we call the Pioneer Target. This has never been drilled before. It's the first hole across that. And we hit the target structure, uh, basically right where we projected it, and it's got a broad zone of uh, anomalous gold mineralization, including several individual vein zones uh, over a gram per ton. So that, you know, all those very early days out there shows that at least the the system here, the mineralizing system, continues. And we're beginning to see, like, sort of, kilometer multi-kilometer scale emerging out of this disco zone structure
2: okay so again that disco zone now even that pioneer target uh that was a big focus for this last year's drilling we also had some results from the midas north project back on february 12th overall we saw some lower grade results in terms of gold and silver over a, a wide range of wits as well this was just a scout program more bigger picture here caleb is When will we be able to find out or when do you think we could find out what Newmont wants to move forward with in terms of a 2024 drill program? It's the question a lot of investors are asking.
8: Yeah, for sure. So, you know, the the big thing is that we're just getting all these results in, right? From We drilled through December or so and have now the final results, which really formally kicks off the drill planning, scoping, and budgeting program with respect to the earning projects. So, you know, we've had uh, sort of placeholder programs uh in front of them and working through that process before, but now we can, you know, really start to talk nuts and bolts and that's what's ongoing right now. So, we're working through the whole planning and budgeting process and in a matter of weeks here i think we'll we'll see some clarity on on what's going to happen out there uh you know at all of these projects uh obviously spring peak is looking quite positive we're hearing positive things from our partner, and that one, you know, seems to continue to deliver, so we expect continued uh, work out there for sure at, you know, something like the scale that we've been operating the last couple of years. Just north of Spring Peak is the Lodestar project. That one ha- still has a firm minimum commitment that hasn't been drilled, so we'll have a, you know, a, a firm minimum commitment budget uh, to, to perform a maiden drill program up there, and that's scheduled for late 2024 this year. Midas is one that we just got the results for. There's no, you know, slam dunk home run. We are hearing quite positive things from them in terms of their interpretations of the scout program. This is, you know, the first handful of holes into this project, and it's at a much different stage than a project like Spring Peak, where we're on our our, our third round of drilling, have done the scout drilling that ultimately led us to make the discovery in the Phase 2 program, and now we're moving that one ahead This is very early days, so we've only got a first handful of holes in there. And there's some very positive indications for a large epithermal system there. So we're expecting, you know, some compelling targets here as well that uh, we're working with the Newmont guys to formulate a plan to move forward on too. So it's a little bit early to say exactly what everything will look like, but we're, you know, expecting another busy year.
2: Any big spending commitments that need to happen at any of these projects that we should be aware of, especially minimum spends?
8: So, yeah, I mentioned Lodestar. uh, That's the only of the four that has uh, a a current minimum spend balance that we haven't spent. But the other thing to consider is that uh, in the first batch of earn-in projects, which were uh, announced August 16th of, of 2022, there's... A stage one expenditure that varies between 10 million and 15 million U.S. per project. So, take Spring Peak as an example. Newmont has to spend 15 million U.S. within the first three years of the agreement to earn their initial 51%. Now, we've spent about 10 of that uh, to date, and you know we've went through two drill programs. So, this year will be the third drill program that they'll be required to spend that initial additional. $5 million to earn any interest in the project. And if they don't, we get the project back 100% without them having earned anything if they don't meet that minimum. So that's a good outcome as well for, our, for us and our shareholders.
1: To find out more about today's guests, visit us on the web at www.kereport.com. You're listening to the Corlin Economics Report. We'll be back in a moment.
2: Thank you for listening to GCN
6: USA News Update. There was a lot of political action at the Texas-Mexico border this week. President Biden and former President Trump both visiting the U.S.-Mexico border. Trump meeting with Texas Governor Greg Abbott holding a rally in Eagle Pass. That rally was at a riverfront, which has become the focal point of Texas's struggle. Biden urged GOP lawmakers to approve a bipartisan border security deal. Turns out the leader of the Republican impeachment push against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is changing course on his retirement plans. Mark Green has decided not to leave Congress at the end of his term. A wildfire continues raging out of control in Texas. It has now recently become the largest fire ever in the state's history. Corey Myers, USA News
1: Providing unique reporting on markets and companies since 1990. This is the Corlin Economics Report.
10: Welcome back.
2: I am now replaying a company update from Thursday, Sendero Resources. This was an interesting one because the company released visual results of their drill core. The market reacted very negatively to it, but then was bought back throughout the day. I was able to talk to management later in that day to discuss what they were trying to get across within that press release. Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Sendero Resources, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol S E N D. Sendero Resources focused at the Penas Negras project in Argentina and just yesterday February 27th released some visuals some explanations around the initial three holes from the 4500 meter drill program that is still ongoing these first three holes encompassed or yeah encompassed about 1500 meters across three different targets I am joined right now by Michael Wood executive chairman At Sendero Resources. Now, Michael, I just want to address first and foremost the market reaction to that news release. The news release, very technical in nature because you were simply explaining what you were seeing in the drill core. But (laughs) at, at the market open, the stock really sold off and then was bought back throughout the day. But overall, I have to ask you, why do you think initially the market looked so unfavorably on this news release that wasn't even drill results? It was simply just you explaining what you've seen in these first three holes.
11: Hi, Corey. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. No no good question. I I mean, obviously not 100 percent sure on on the answer. I think, you know, in hindsight, maybe the press release was a little too technical for some people and didn't really understand and, and saw the price going down and just kind of joined the crowd. But I think you know what we wanted to do, unfortunately, we're in a position where we still don't have any assay results. We wanted to give some insight into what we've been seeing in these first three holes and to show people that we've been hitting memorization and the complexity of this memorization. Right? We, we, we've talked about all the different styles of memorization that we've been seeing in these first three holes. And I think we, what we also kind of want to get across, and I, I think this might have been also misinterpreted slightly, was how excited we are about hole three. And it's not a case so much that we're not excited about hole one and two, but hole three is exactly what we're looking for. We've hit a high sulfidation epithermal telescope system in Vicunia. and it, I mean, that's, that's the big prize, right? That's what Philo is. That's what Jose Maria is. So, you know, very excited about that and really kind of want to emphasize that. And that's, as a consequence, where we're really focused now in, in this drilling.
2: So since this news release is so technical, I'll post a link to it where everyone can read over all the geologic terms of the types of rocks that you hit. Can you explain it or simplify it for us in terms of have you hit what you're looking for and exactly what are you looking for?
11: Yeah, in, in Vacuna, you get these big telescope systems, uh, uh, Philo being you know, the biggest, the most, uh, most highly valued one. Uh, And there you've got high sulfidation epithermal system on the top, and then you've got a porphyry below. Now, Jeta we knew it was an epithermal system. What we didn't know was what kind of epithermal system it was until we drilled. And we were very, very pleased to see that the style of epithermal minimization was high Right, That's what Philo is. It's what Jose Miru is. So for us, yeah, wow, fantastic. What we also saw in that, and again, very technical, but we saw porphyry Clasps in the epithermal part of, of, of the drill hole, right? So we've got the, the telescoping is where you've got a mashup of the epithermal and the porphyry into one ore body. And we've seen that. We've seen in the epithermal part of the hole, there's also porphyry mineralization that's come up in, in form into that epithermal. So, yeah, very delighted what we've seen in this hole three. Really, exactly what we want to see a, a, a hole, a substance that is, is exactly showing this telescoping high self-relation epitermal into a porphyry or body
2: so michael you're about a third of the way through this drill program then as i said these first three holes about 1500 meters total program of 4500 meters and the importance here is these three holes were at three different target areas so for the rest of the program the other about 3000 meters where are those going to be drilled
11: Look, we're being reactive, Corey. And what we're also indicating here is that, you know, we've got our teeth into something here at La Jeta that we think is very meaningful, and that has become a strong focus. Now, we still want to go and keep testing the other targets, but we do have limited drill meters, and we need to make the most of them. Uh, and what we want to do with this initial drill meters this year is get in a position where we can raise substantially more capital, to go and do a lot bigger drill program starting later in 2024. So, we really, uh, we've always said we'll be reactive to what we're seeing. And yeah, we are being reactive. We've just seen exactly what we want to see in drill hole three. And as a consequence, we're reacting towards that. So, yeah, look, we, we, we're still being reactive, Curry. I, I can't say too much on, on where we will, but drill hole four is into Lagida. Drill hole five will be into Lagida. I can confidently say that right now. And then we'll, you know, we'll keep updating investors as, as we progress over the next couple of months.
2: So just like all companies, as you said, it's about consistently raising money to keep drilling here. Look, the stock just went public back at the tail end of last year in October and has performed well. It's one of the few stocks that has simply moved up since coming into the market. Now, out of that volatility yesterday, you're still up from where you IPO'd from, why not start to raise some money earlier on here? Or is it simply the game of waiting for the drill results because you think that could drive the stock even higher?
11: Yeah. Uh, We've always said we, we want to release drill results. We think on the back of drill results, our share price will be meaningfully higher. And that's our intention. So look, hopefully we can have our drill results shortly hopefully within the next two weeks or so, we can have out some drill results. We believe from what we've been seeing that our share price will be higher on the back of drill results. So, but we have the capital to get through this drill program uh, and we'll assess, but we will look to raise capital, you know, on the back of drill results over the course of the the late spring into the summer for sure. But yeah, you know, we're we're not rushing. I think like you touched on, we've done well, as we talk right now, $23 million market cap, you know, we're we're in the Bakunia district. We've got a cluster of core three epithermal targets. So, you know, we think there's quite a bit of value to be added from pending drill results. And I know there's a lot of people that want to see drill results, and I fully understand that. And we want to get them out imminently. Uh, And, you know, we've we've tried to give people an insight into what we've been seeing without being too promotional. We didn't want to put in any photos. We don't think a photo of 20 centimeters of core or a core box of two meters is representative of a 575-meter hole. Right? So we didn't do that. It's slightly different to what some other companies do. But what we've tried to do is explain, and it is very technical, You know, the, the type of minimalization, alteration, and rocks that we've been seeing in these holes.
2: Yeah, that's what really got me about the market reaction here, Michael, is that we don't see companies put out visuals of drill core when they aren't good or when the company doesn't think they are good. Usually we see the company hold back on the results and wait for actual assay results. That's why I found it so interesting that you put out these visuals and the market sold off on the back of it. Clearly not what you expected to happen, but it did start coming back throughout the day. In terms of other targets here, you've drilled these three other targets. I believe in some of our earlier calls, we talked about four main targets that were ready to go. Will you be drilling other targets outside of the three that you have holes in now?
11: We'd still like to drill several itself, yes. But, you know, we really need to prioritize. I mean, look, we can see they all look interesting. All these three targets are really interesting to us. We're hitting copper gold, porphyry in all of them. Of substance, not patch, right? You can see the, the depth we drilled. We wouldn't be drilling that if we weren't hitting, uh, you know, what we believe a, a, a good intercept. So, look, yeah, it's 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 going to be reactive, Corey. I think you know we would still definitely like to get at least one drill hole into Cerberus South this season, but yeah, we're very much reacting to what we're seeing and prioritizing, and you know, for the company perspective, making sure that we have access to that capital. And, and you know we we want to have those good draw results to give us that capital, and hopefully to give us that capital at the less dilution to our existing shareholders.
2: All right, Michael, there's not much more for us to talk about in terms of that news release. As I mentioned, I will post a link to the news release and the Sendero Resources website. If anybody has any follow-up questions, please email me. And when we get some of the actual assay results, I want to get you back on the show to further explain those. So, Michael, thanks for your time today. We'll touch base in what sounds like
11: possibly a few weeks. Great. Thanks a lot, Curry.
10: I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com.
4: Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.
2: segment of this weekend show. It is a replay from Wednesday of an interview with Volt Lithium, a lithium company developing a DLE technology to extract lithium from ongoing oil production, the brines that come along with that production. The company has a demonstration plant in Calgary, Alberta, and recently announced some news that showed that Just possibly this technology could work with ongoing oil production. To listen to any of the interviews that you heard throughout this second hour, all you have to do is visit our website, kereport.com, or podcast The K.E. Report. That's where you can listen to all the daily editorials and company updates. Thank you all for tuning in on this weekend show. Please keep in touch with us through email. We'll be back next week. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. Hey everyone, another daily editorial here on the KE Report and an update on the lithium space. More of the DLE technology space, as I am getting an update from. Volt Lithium. Volt recently announced news of a big reduction in operating costs through the demonstration. Pilot plant operations as well as the first production of battery-grade lithium carbonate. I am chatting with Alex Wiley, President and CEO of Volt Lithium, to discuss all of this news. Volt Lithium is traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol VLT and on the OTCQB under the symbol VLTLF. Now, Alex, uh, first comment here. Demonstration print. Broad update on producing a lithium carbonate from some of the brines being used at the Keg River Formation at the Rainbow Lake project. Explain to us why this is such a significant step for the company, please.
12: Well, Corey, from my perspective, it's absolutely critical. One of the things that a lot of lithium DLE companies or direct lithium extraction companies have been doing is they've got the ability to produce a lithium chloride that ultimately gets upgraded to either lithium carbonate or lithium hydroxide. What we've decided to do in-house was produce our own lithium carbonate, and we successfully announced that on January 21. And that's really critical as we've said all along it's critical to have your own technology that was the first step of what volt was doing we ran our pilot and then we built our demonstration plant and having our own technology and the demonstration plant is so critical because we can improve to do things like what we did on january 21st where we created a lithium carbonate
2: now, let's talk about the February 21st news release because that garnered a lot of attention where the company announced you reduced operating costs by 64%. Now, this is all through producing lithium from the Keg River formation at lower lithium concentrations. So, about 34 milligrams per liter, you managed to use your DLE technology and and reduce costs. Take us through why it's important to understand what you're doing at Rainbow Lake, taking essentially production from an oil field and using your DLE technology to work with those brines to produce lithium.
12: Well, from our perspective, we're a big believer that uh, the first lithium production in scale that's going to happen in North America from existing projects that are underway is going to be lithium produced from oilfield brine. And the reason is is because oilfield brine is being produced today. And so our whole focus since we started the company was we needed to have two goals. One, we better have a technology that can extract lithium from oilfield brines. And two, we better be able to do it at a low grade. And so the press release from February 21st Checks those two boxes at 34 parts per million or 34 milligrams per liter. Getting the extraction results uh, that we did and dropping our operating costs is so critical. We took people through the in the press release. You know, originally at 34 parts per million, when we ran our pilot in the spring of 2023, our costs were north of 8,000. Today. As a result of the work that we've done in our demonstration plant, we're under 2,900 per ton. And that's so critical. Everyone's seen that the price of lithium has dropped. And so by the price of lithium dropping, you've got to be making sure you're the low-cost producer. What we achieved on February 21st by having under 2,900 per ton at such a low concentration, we believe we're now in a position to be the low-cost producer.
2: Now, can we make a direct comparison there, comparing this about $2,800 level per ton, what the industry is producing at, at lower concentrations?
12: What we see is at that 34 milligrams per liter, with those concentrations in oilfield brine, that's a critical milestone. We haven't seen really anyone producing lithium from such low concentrations. However, we're focused on what Volt's doing. And what we see as an opportunity is the major oil fields across North America, including the Permian Basin in the U.S., the Montney in Canada, those are two of the largest producing oil fields that have a significant amount of water. We can demonstrate that we're now cost-effective for any oil field across North America, which opens up a significant opportunity for vol. Uh, to put it in perspective, the Permian today is producing approximately 18.5 million barrels of water uh, from the oil fields, and that water, the concentration is anywhere from 25 to 50 milligrams per liter. At 34 parts per million, at 29 under 2,900 a ton, We can do that profitably in any oil field across North America. We've demonstrated that we can do it in Rainbow Lake at 34 milligrams per liter. It translates in our ability to do it anywhere in North America.
2: So it almost sounds like you're focused more here on the bigger market. What oil producers are pulling out of their already existing production rather than looking at some of these higher concentrations? Because I know some people are probably wondering, well, what about higher concentrations? What sort of lower costs can you demonstrate at those levels?
12: Well, uh, it's not exactly linear, but as concentrations go up, our operating costs drop significantly. And again, our process works for any brine. So as an example, the smack over has much higher concentrations. Now we're not focused on the smack over. Uh, Our process works very effectively at higher concentrations. But our focus really is, can you do it at the lowest concentrations? Because that opens up the largest market. And what we see with Rainbow Lake is we're demonstrating not only to our shareholder base, but also to industry that We can do this on our project in Rainbow Lake. And again, that translates to any oil field across North America that has lithium in it.
2: So what more do you need to prove to these larger, let's say, oil producers that this technology works and that they need to implement it at their existing operations?
12: Well, what our focus is, is we've been able to not only do our work at the pilot that we did in spring of 2023. We've replicated everything that we're doing in our demonstration plant here in Calgary. And the next phase that we have to make a decision on is what do we want to put out in the field to start for Rainbow Lake. And our inclination is to go higher uh, scale, because we're showing that we can scale it here in Calgary, to a small commercial type of operation. And that's what we're really focused on and uh, looking into it at this point in time, we had to hit the key milestones first. We had to be able to produce lithium carbonate in-house, and we had to drop our operating costs, and we've now checked those boxes.
2: So it sounds like what you've shown here, what you're telling me, is that this DLE technology is capable of taking the produced water from oil and gas fields and potentially, judging by the numbers, economically turning that into battery-grade lithium.
12: That's correct, and we're very comfortable with that statement now because we've been doing it.
2: To that point, then, is it simply just about teaming up with oil field producers to utilize your technology?
12: I think what's important is, let's take a look at the market first, and... The market from the oil and gas industry in terms of produced water today, I think can supply at least half the needs for the North American lithium market. And that's really important because when you're producing that much lithium, now you're not building a new mine. You're using existing infrastructure. So your footprint is so much less. And the other thing that's really important about it is we're not taking the risk of doing our own drilling Well, in Rainbow Lake we'll do some, but when you look at other oil fields, we're not taking a lot of reservoir risk, which is really important, because this water is being produced today. To be the low-cost and first-to-market producer, you have to be working with existing oil fields, in my opinion, and that's what we're doing.
1: The Corlin Economics Report is produced for A.B. Corlin & Associates. Opinions expressed on this program are intended solely for the entertainment of our listeners, do not constitute investment advice, and are not necessarily those of this network, radio station, or our sponsors. Find out more about this program and today's guests by visiting www.kereport.com. For Al Corlin, this is Colleen Robbins. Join us again next week for the Corlin Economics Report.
15: It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to mypatriotsupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com.